We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for you over a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee? I've already had a couple of coffees. A cup of coffee to encourage you to make your morning moments count. Oh, it's going to be one of those days. On Wednesday, we talked about making audacious choices. Audacious is surprisingly bold risk-taking. And we wanted to dig a little deeper into that, into one of the things that we mentioned that limits your options, limits your choices. Without even asking you, your mind does that. That's very rude. Very rude. Our brains are experts at looking for patterns and filling in the blanks. It uses patterns to understand the relationship between things and put them into context. And then it connects them together so you see and think and learn in meaningful ways. This helps us reduce the number of decisions we have to make so we don't have to learn something new every time and deal with those every day. Can you imagine if you had to wake up every single morning and you couldn't learn and so... You had to re-understand everything every single day. It's like, what is this alarm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, how do I do this? What do how I do? How do I walk? I mean, how that's I the amazing capacity of our brain that we don't even really think about it. But this is a hard shift. We all have stories that we tell ourselves about who we are. Some of them are positive when we recognize our strengths and our skills. For example, I'm really good at looking over a whole lot of information and summarizing it and distilling it. And I'm great at strategy and planning and I'm good at visual communications. And those things are actually difficult for me to say out loud and especially on camera because there are so many other stories that we tell ourselves that aren't so good. And those stories might start small with something that we think or something someone tells us, but they stick and they become beliefs and they're very loud and very persistent in our minds. And we want to talk about those stories this morning and just one of the ways that they affect us. And so I have, I think, two stories for you this morning. The first one is when my son was about 10 or 11, he had come back from a summer visit with his dad and he'd been home for a day or so. And we had one of those moments, you know, that kind of freezes in time that you never forget. I was sitting on my bed. He was standing at the door with his hand on the doorknob. And I had just asked him to do something that required some level of responsibility. I don't even remember what it was. It was not a big deal. It wasn't overly difficult. His whole body language changed. Now, this is not unusual. His body language is very indicative of his attitude or his mood. He uses his posture extremely dramatically in life. His face fell. He looked at the floor. His shoulders slumped. Where a bright, shining boy had been a moment before, now there stood this defeated, downcast person. And I had no idea why. What I had asked him to do shouldn't have resulted in that (laughs) drama. (laughs) So I asked him, why are you reacting that way? And he's like, mom, I'm so irresponsible. I will never be able to do that. And my reaction was disbelief. Like, what? Are you kidding me? You're the most responsible kid I've ever met. Why would you say that? And he told me that his dad had made some offhand remark about him being irresponsible. Now let that settle in for a moment. His dad had spoken this word into his life, and I have no idea what his dad was frustrated about when he said it, but it had settled into my son's life as a story that had then become a belief about his own capabilities. Now I was lucky enough and thankfully aware enough to hear that story and to challenge it. Because he's not irresponsible. Certainly he has faults, but there are other things than irresponsible. He looked at me with relief and he said, I'm not. I said, no, of course not. 
And he dropped that story about himself right there. His whole body language changed back to being that bright, shining boy that I knew. His whole expression lightened. So imagine for a moment if that story had become an ingrained belief about himself. Like if he hadn't mentioned it to me, I hadn't noticed his reaction, and he just went on with life thinking that that was truth. What kind of student would he have turned into? What would he have chosen to do or not to do based on that story? Or what would he think he was capable of? The stories that we tell ourselves limit our choices. Our brain will filter the available choices based on what we believe about ourselves. It's always shocking, and I was a psychology major, how our brain lets something like that grow and start to influence our self-image and our potential without us even realizing it. They do. So here's one that got ingrained in my mind. After college, I found myself on a dance floor. I think it was Ditka's Bar in Chicago. I don't even know if it's there anymore, but it was late. it was really late. I think it was like 4 a.m. just before closing. And I was with a bunch of coworkers after a trade show and we were having a great time and I was relatively relaxed. I didn't dance in front of people. I was really insecure about that. But this time I was and I was having a good time. I felt like it was finally like this time when I had actually relaxed until some guy bumped into me and said something really rude about my dancing. I don't even know what he said. Like, <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. All I know is that because of that moment in time, I didn't dance again in public for 30 years because I internalized that as I couldn't dance and I shouldn't dance. Now that seems like a really silly example. And it certainly, it certainly seems ridiculous when it comes out of my mouth that something that I would let an offhand remark, a rude comment from a probably drunk guy who I don't have any idea who he was, control my behavior for 30 years. Now, I don't know what your stories are, what you've told yourself that's filtering out opportunities and experiences without you even being aware of it, but it's worthwhile to question those stories so that your options and your choices are really yours and aren't controlled by somebody who made an offhand remark and doesn't even know you. There are a lot of reasons why we develop the stories in our mind. Maybe it's not something someone said to you, like your story. Maybe it's your family or your community or your church culture. Or maybe it was something you decided because of a, a circumstance. You struggled to learn to read, so you said, oh, I'm just dumb. There are lots of sources for those stories. Maybe they aren't true. Maybe they were true at that time, but they're not true anymore. But it's worthwhile to pay attention to those stories and question them. Yeah, because they limit our opportunities and experiences. They can be wrong thinking that hold us captive, and they affect our relationships, and our work, and our health, and our future. Today's to-go cup takeaway, it's not rocket science, you can probably <laughs> you know guess it, it's easy to guess. Begin to notice the stories that you believe about yourself. What have you been telling yourself? Are they still true? Should you change them? And begin to challenge whether or not they really are true. We will tell you that it does help when you're doing this kind of work to have an outside voice helping you with this, whether that's a partner to reflect truth and help you come to understand what's really real, or a trusted friend or a therapist. So it really helps to have somebody else helping you work through those. Right. Absolutely. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matter box. Better coffee, better life, delivered to your door every month. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, and we look forward to coffee and conversation with you. We will be well, we we will be back Monday morning at seven a.m. Central. So make plans to join us. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. 
it's time for the Morning Moments Matter Show with your hosts, Superman and Wonder Woman. Superman and Wonder Woman, at your service. That's us, baby. <clears throat> Why do they make it so difficult? I say this every morning. You do, I know. Well, I'm consistent. Consistency is <laughs> important. Oh, look at you, like sliding in. 30 seconds, no problem. <laughs> wine, 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 wine. Oh, we have 30 seconds left. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. No problems. We will be well, we we will be back. Well, I have to squint. This is I can't talk and squint at the same time. It's like chewing gum and walking.